Oh. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Everything goes. Aha. Jala's already here. Look at that. <coughs> How you doing there, Jala? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll give people a couple minutes to get in here. Um, uh huh. Okay. <laughs> I'm just waiting, waiting, waiting. Uh huh. Lo lo loading up. Uh, here, someone just sent me a thing here. <coughs> Excuse me. Aha. Uh -huh. We're loading, we're loading. Okay, we got people coming in. All righty, we're going to talk today. Howdy, howdy again. AI shut me out last time. See, you must have pissed on AI's cornflakes to get shut down. The only way you get shut down is you piss in their cornflakes, eh? <laughs> today, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. Um, a lot of things popped up last couple of days. Um, and I, it's interesting how more and more things are happening in regarding to what's in these injections. And you know how I was telling everybody that Moderna's information, which nobody apparently has read, stated that they had 10 to the 50th power, you know, when uh, programming, uh, uh, so, there's a doctor here uh, <clears throat> that actually validated that as well. I was really surprised to hear him say what he said. And I thought, isn't that interesting? Um, so uh, anyway, I'm going to let you listen to this. I think it's well worthwhile. May have to play it again because, again, not, a lot of people haven't showed up yet. Um, let me see if I can find the guy again. He's over here. Where are we at? Nope. Where do you go? Nope. Nope. Oh, hell, he took off again. Give me a second. I got to find him. <laughs> He's here somewhere. I know that. Aha. All right. I'm going to let you listen to this for a minute or so. I think it's about three or four minutes. So listen to what he's got to say. Show you the level of, of uh, advancement that they are. Genetic nanobiotech. Hold on one second. Here we go. Vaccine designed to infiltrate every part of your body. And that's why people are dying. Insurance people and the more mar mar Mortuary professionals are saying we've had a death rate increase worldwide 25 to 40 percent. Afternoon. Everyone here today. Nice to see everyone. We feel sad about the facts we have to give to people. The fact is, these are life short. <laughs> 
life-threatening injections. Everyone who gets shot after shot after shot of these COVID shots is shortening their life with each and single injection. Some people die within two weeks, three weeks. They have a rapid internal event that ends their life extremely quickly. Adolescents dying within three weeks of a first shot. Two shots makes it more likely to die, surprisingly, to the parents, to the doctors, to the doctors who got their fourth shot. Here in Canada, we have now 80 doctors between ages 20 and 55 who have died in the last 60 days. 80 doctors in Canada between the ages of 25 and 55 have died in the last 60 days. And it's only the physicians who are getting third and fourth shots who are dying suddenly. So they're a microcosm of society. Physicians are, I guess we would call us the most malleable people on earth. We're trying to help people. We're, we try to listen positively to events and things that were told from above us in the medical food chain. And the medical food chain says, oh, take these shots. They're safe and effective. They'll work to reduce COVID. And we really must do it for everybody's help. Well, the shots have proven to not reduce COVID. The shots, once you get your third, and certainly once you get your fourth, your, your immune system is so fried, is so damaged, that you get COVID more easily. So, so this is my main message. I had to use the word sad to give you. It's sad to be foisted, to be foisted to take a medication and to have it to be so damaging. And the numbers are absolutely clear cut how damaging it is. You can tell anyone, you can tell of your friends, you can tell your non-friends. The virus shot, and by the way, the shots contain 40,000 billion mRNAs in every shot. Every shot puts 40,000 billion mRNAs in your body. You've only got 30,000 billion cells. So it's enough for every cell of your body to have this in you. And when it's in you, it induces the body's response. The body's immune response to attack this protein inside your cell is to murder the cells of your body. Imagine that. Imagine that. A program, an operating system that is designed to, again, do a saturation effect on the cells and to, on top of that, creating... Uh, again, a loaded, a loaded operating system, you know. So when we're looking at what Moderna was saying and what this doctor is saying, he's actually validating what has been already said. This is, don't kid yourself, this is a bioweapon on, on the highest magnitude, integrating uh, genetics with nanotechnology and AI operating systems. We are dealing with a host of things today in regarding to um, what's going on. Okay, we talked the other day about radiation. Now, there's another thing going on as well. So everybody has an idea uh, in regarding to well, I mean, Moderna said this long time ago. 
Two years ago, they came out with a document saying they got 10 to the 50th power. That's 100 quintillion programs. That's an AI operating system. Nobody reads. Nobody paid attention. Too busy getting caught up with the theater. Their documents are telling you what they had in these LNPs. This is why I've been telling you forever that the LNP was nothing but a database structure to carry and to hold programming on a nanoscale. And each nanoparticle can hold up to a terabyte of data. Now imagine you have that many programs running in an LNP which gets downloaded into the DNA third strand DNA, which now is taken over the chromosomes in your body. And now you have a functioning operating system that is now taking you out using your own, your own um, functioning program to destroy you from the inside out. Like you said, wipes out every cell, wipes out everything. And the reason why we're getting these different levels of people dying off is all depends on the incubation periods. It all depends on the program. It all depends when it's been turned on. You know. You know, that's, I, I'd have to agree with you there too. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, you know. But see, when you, when you say that statement, naive is a far understatement, that proves there is a God. <laughs> <laughs> that proves there is a God. So that's how I look at that. Um, but the functioning DNA is now an operating system that's been hijacked. So instead of regulating the body's uh, biology, it is now running a program. You know, and that program is, is causing all kinds of things to happen in manufacture. You know, uh, uh, tomorrow's show is going to have a bunch of links, again, validating and verifying what I'm saying with the links. They're even now figuring better ways to control synthetic biology. What's the best way to move radiation from the body? Okay, you go to my site, augmentinforce.50webs.com, and there's a whole section there just for that. So you go check it out. Go read the link. I'll put it in here just so that you have it. Um, you know. Give me a second. Hey, there it is. Check it out. There's two links there. Anti-radiation protocols. Download them and apply them. Alrighty, we got here. Knock now has, uh, yep. When we're looking at all the stuff today going on, this is why I say most of these doctors don't have a clue what they're talking about because they're not dealing with synthetic biology. For something to be introduced into the genetic code and into the DNA, and for that to be turned on to activate a whole sequence of events to shut down the body or shut down the immune system or shut down the enzyme production or shut down uh, the thymus or shutting down the heart or shutting down the brain or shutting down whatever is shutting down. It's doing the complete opposite of what it was programmed to do initially. 
And again, we're, we're dealing with a variety of different things today that we never, never in a million years uh, thought of. Let me continue playing this, see where this goes here. I just cut him off here a second. Hold on. Here we go. And if the cells that your own immune system goes back and murders are heart cells, well, then you've got myocarditis and you're going to die in five years of heart failure. And if the heart, if the cells they're damaging are the cells at the base of your brain, you have a stroke three or four months later, as your brain has an eruption of its vessel, and you die of a stroke, or you have a terrible stroke where you can't walk anymore. These beings in history, the pathologists have the answer. I'm not just standing up here saying this. I'm saying it because Dr. Ryan Cole, a world famous pathology expert has done paper after paper showing the deficiencies that are caused by this injection. We're killing y'all. Now, it's interesting. I'm going to play a little bit of this video because now, now these bastards want amnesty. Okay. They want amnesty. They want to be forgiven. They want to be to let it all go. Yet they were ready to throw Australians into internment camps. They were ready to throw people in New Zealand in internment camps. They were building them in these internment camps here in Canada, which they're probably still doing for the next round of bullshit. So they want you, they want you to forgive them so that they can do it again. They want to see how stupid people really are. Okay, this is not a forgiveness issue here. This is an issue of justice here for what they've done. How many of you lost family members? How many of you have not talked to family members that are still alive because over this issue? How many of you are dealing with uh, the repercussions of losing your employment or have lost your business because of this? And they want... At this stage, amnesty. The United States of America is become, being destroyed from the inside out. Canada is being destroyed from the inside out and from the outside in. When you got the WEF stating that they have made penetration. Penetration. <laughs> in regarding to, again, taking over the country. That is saying a lot about this country. How uh, we don't have a country because we don't have leaders that give a shit about this country. And they will continue to violate Canadians with these bioweapons. They're doing it in Quebec. They're up to the fifth shot. Can you imagine that? That they have people so gullibly goofed up in the head that they are now on a fifth round of this. It really, really makes you wonder, you know, how you can't see the forest for the trees here. You know, well, it's not nobody buys her wares anymore. It's the influence and the control that America has on the world still. That war in Ukraine and with Russia, that's, who do you think caused that? That Nord Stream incident, who do you think caused that? 
you know, all this, the Second World War. Who do you think was behind that? You know, uh, you know, when we're looking at the, when we're looking at all the things going on today in regarding to, um, in regarding to the situation we're in today and the world the way it is today, why do you think it's the way it is? You know, it's been all forged by the superpowers. Now China's taking the, taking the role over, you know. So when we're looking at some of the stuff today and what's going on, we're going to, we're going to go through a power shift in the world. And we're going to go through a whole, a whole lot of different things in the world. I was just talking to a guy today about silver. Um, and in regard to... Um, because of the electronic digital currency coming in. And I asked him some questions about that. I said, well, what, how is that going to work in the digital system? Because again, the, if the system is digital, it's not going to be able to be, the gold and silver will be useless in a digital system. It'll be good for bartering. It'll be good for exchanging if you're in the community. But as far as you being able to buy stuff, <clears throat> excuse me, in this system, that won't happen. Um, well, I, I agree with you. I, I feel it's a long-term pre-programmed and stupid for the very moment. Yeah, for sure. Everything has brought us down to the moment of prophecies in the Bible and other places, Nostradamus and, uh, and other, even the native prophecies about these times. You know, there's not, there's no coincidence here. You know, we are here because of events that have brought us to this first world war, the second world war, the great depression, the Korean War, the Vietnamese War, the wars in the Middle East, the wars in the um, uh, in Iraq, you know, the wars in Africa, the wars—it all has been designed to bring us to this this apex, if you will. Now we have billionaires in Europe that want to control everything and tell everybody what to do and how to do it. Again, this whole injection nonsense was an exercise. How stupid can these people be? And now they know. Yeah, I read that too. Bible says we'll throw our silver and gold in the streets. I, I read that as well. And that's why. I think that's the reason why. Because gold and silver will have no more value in the system because it's all going to be digital. It may have some value as far as making medicines with or bartering with. But that'll be probably about all it's going to be worth. That's my thinking anyway. And, I'll, and then what I was reading today or what I was talking to these guys today, they're talking about the IRAs in the U.S. Are, be, are going to have 13 tax hikes on them next year. 13 tax hikes. So they are, on every front, trying to cause some major, major issues in regarding to uh, security here. What is secure here today? You know, what has really been secure all along? Really nothing. Everything's been subjected to change. Everything's been subjected to uh, modifications. Everything's been subjected to derailment. Uh, so it, well, it's not about God's money or not God's money. They're going, to, they're going away from God on every level. So when you're talking about electronic uh, currencies and you're talking about um, 
digital ID and digital currencies. Um, you know, in regarding to the um, what we currently have, everything we've worked for, the, the wealth that's been accumulated. It's like an apple tree. It's been growing for a while. And now that it's able to bear fruit and the fruit has become ripe, now the thieves come along and pick the fruit off the apple. Same thing. You know, we're not seeing anything unusual here. It's just that it's now becoming more predominant because the target is a lot bigger. And the target that's being hit is going to take everything down with it. Again, this is all orchestrated and planned. Okay, and when you're looking at uh, and when you're looking at the the jab, we're looking at the jab, and you see the amount of programming they put into that jab. How did that How did that much programming get into a lipid nanoparticle? That had to be all done by artificial intelligence. As you saw the other day when I showed you that Jay Tuck, uh, AI is killing us, he said AI works with large data. And large data can only be dealt with with artificial intelligence. So when we're looking at what has transpired here, this was an operating system that designed this kill switch and designed the means to uh, enter the, uh, the genetic code through the DNA and the chromosomes to enact and engage in a um, an operation takeover, a rewriting of the DNA. Hey, you made it. Look at that. See? Started ducking those radar beams and you finally came up for air. I get it. <laughs> the um so yeah, we're in a we're in a a bit of a quagmire here. We've got a lot more people in here. Um, so, aha, uh -huh. working late today. The uh, let me see what else I got. I got a bunch of stuff here today. Okay, I was all I've been telling you for the longest time that cancer is an epigenetic effect, that all cancers pretty much are having to do with epigenetics, and. <clears throat> Guess what? Today, the doctors are, are admitting to the very fact that all these cancers are, are, and the mutations of these cancers are all as a result of epigenetics. Imagine that. And they're also saying that these cancers are a form of dark matter. Before you jump the gun and say it's graphene, let's really have a reality check here. Cancers have been going on for quite some time. They became extremely um, prevalent in the 60s and, and 50s. You know, the nano, the nano wasn't really there like it is today. But other epigenetic factors are and were. So you would have other things that could have caused these cancers, not necessarily sugar either. Okay. Hey, you doing, Miriam? The sugar is a carbon, and nanotechnology loves carbon. So what may have been going on through all these years and these decades is that the carbon was being feeding or uh, not necessarily feeding, but being integrated or networked with the technology of today. 
And we are seeing the result of what happens when you add a carbon with a program or a carbon that would now create a mutation in the cell causing these cancers to form. And again, if, and if these things had other components with them, like chromium, like uh, uh, iron, copper oxide, other pollutants like silica, you know, uranium, plutonium, thorium, strontium, cesium-137. This all adds up. So basically, the thing about cancer, and I said this all the time, and I deal with people with cancer, I tell them all the time, it's the body's, body's inability to remove the overload that's in the system. So now you have to start using things that will grab the overload and pull it out of the system. Now, once you start doing that, you start, and then you start reloading into the system, what the body does need to maintain its strength and its ability to fight and remove the toxins themselves, that's when it starts turning around. Well, glyphosate is also an epigenetic. It's an external force that causes genetic damage to the intestinal tract. So yeah, there's a lot of things that cause cancer. Mercury causes cancer. Aluminum causes cancer. Iron oxide causes cancer. Uh, titanium dioxide causes cancer. Titanium borate causes cancer. Silica causes cancer. You know, uh, even silver can cause cancer. So, um, so when we're looking at some of the stuff that we're dealing with, well, we're dealing with pesticides in the crop, or they're spraying pesticides. You genetically engineered these crops. What happens when you genetically engineer a crop? It can now affect your genome as well because you're partaking of a gene therapy in the field. Now combine that with metallic particulates that are floating in the air. Combine that with the water table that's been, again, got plastics in it, got metals in it, got uh, pesticides in it. Okay, and you add all these things together, you are now asking for a chemical lab uh, that you're take, partaking in that is, again, going to create a genetic mutation or a genetic damage to the, to the gene pool, and you wind up with cancer. There are over 250 cures for cancer right now in the alternative realm. And that means there's probably that much more, if not more than, than the alternative for dealing with cancer. Because it's a pretty easy thing to fix, really. All, like I said, it's just a matter of removal and reloading. That's been what I've seen over the years when I've dealt with people with cancer. So when we're looking at, again, and they're, and they're giving them all this extra epigenetic crap when they go in to see a doctor, you know, so, <laughs> yeah, if you find a cause, that's the big, big thing. There's a cause and effect. Okay, there's a cause and effect. And if you don't have, uh, uh, you're not if you're just dealing with the effect, you never fix it. That you never will fix it. If you don't deal with the cause, you never will fix it. 
you may deal with the symptoms and you may deal with the cancer itself and you may control the cancer, but if you don't remove the cause or you don't uh, isolate the, uh, what, that the environment, it's an uphill, it's an uphill battle. So like I said, a lot of things that we've been taught, a lot of things that we've been told, you know, uh, about cancer, a lot of it's just bunk. And again, when you read the articles on it, it's it's pretty interesting, really. Let me read a part of it here. Okay, it says here, uh, the ICR said in a statement, we have unveiled an extra level of control for how cancers behave, something we liken to, liken to cancer's dark matter. For years, our understanding of cancer's focus on genetic mutations which permanently changed the DNA code. But our research has shown that the, the way the DNA folds up can change which genes are read without altering the DNA code. And this can be very important to determining how cancers behave. So you have to, you got to have something that's causing an effect in the code and, or how it's going to read the code. Okay. It, it, it's just the way it is. The first paper uh, collected 1,373 samples from 30 bowel cancers and looked at the epigenetic changes as cancer grew. Their observations show that the epigenetic changes are common in cancer cells, are heritable, and were present in cancer cells that had survival advantages. So if the genetics are being altered, you know, the genetics are being altered, you know, what, what's going to transpire? When drinking distilled water every day, should we be adding minerals to it? That's up to you. I don't add minerals. I mean, I do add them at nighttime before I go to bed. Make sure the cells stay hydrated and charged. But uh, a lot of times I'll, I make my teas and my coffees with distilled water. So I don't always add minerals to it. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Uh, that will be up to you. You know, leave, leave, leave that to your discretion. Uh you know, and go from there. Let me see. There was some other stuff here. All right, I'm going to play this as well. This is about cesium-137 and how it works. And there was another thing I saw where they're now monitoring you. If you go to another country, uh, you may not be able to get out unless you get their jab. So let me play this first just so you have an idea what's going on in the world today. Here we go. There's a critical component to both 5D and the way that the, the shots genetically modify people, and that is the ingredient cesium-137. It's a man-made radioisotope, and it's apparently in all of us because we've been uh, eating it, we've been receiving it in our water, drinking it, and we've been breathing it in through our, our nostrils. It is closely monitored by the UN, the WHO, our government, and the uh, National uh, Radiological Commission. I think that's what it's called. In any event, the NRC, who, who follows you know radiation exposure, and throughout this whole thing since 1957, actually, they've been monitoring cesium-137 levels. What we came to find is that when DARPA created the hydrogel, that's the key ingredient that has luciferase in it. In the Moderna shots, it's called SM-102. Look it up. It's highly toxic. 
The safety data sheets say that. In fact, they say that if it comes in contact with your skin, it's fatal. Nonetheless, this is an ingredient inside the shots. You have luciferase, cesium-137, and a variety of other um, pig-laden materials that effectively wrap these things in fat so that they can slip past our, our body's natural immunity. Um, cesium-137 is necessary because it acts as a uh, transistor when it binds to um, living matter, living tissue, and it also acts as an amplifier. So there is quite a bit of research and evidence to suggest that after it bonds with uh, the tissue, um, it amplifies as much as a thousand percent. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. There's a critical... Well, there you go. Now, I just got down watching something yesterday, and they were, and they were talking about um, the um, traveling. And when you go to another country, apparently, if you don't get their jab that they have uh, acknowledged as, you know, okay or validated or verified, you may not be able to leave the country till you get their jab. And the thing that they're using, they're using uh, people who have had the fake fake ID or the fake shot, they're taking the shots and they're fake. Uh, well, not just not just in the jabs, it's it's in everything. He's Like he said, it's in your food. You know, it is, they're probably dropping the shit from the sky, the uh, covering your, your food supply. You know, they, they uh, we've been telling you forever that the nanoparticles in the air you're exposed to, you're absorbing them. They network in the system. And if this thing acts like he's saying as a transistor, which would explain a lot of the assembly uh, that people are pulling out of their bodies, you know, circuitry that is formed. And if you got Bluetooth technology in you as well, you know, you got more than just one, one source of radiation. Look, the chemtrails alone have thorium in them. They have strontium in them. They have, again, cesium, I believe they got the cesium-137 in them. You've also got uh, uranium in there. You've got plutonium. And there's some other radiation coming over across from, from uh, Ukraine and Russia that was released about 10, 15 years ago. That's just locally. That's been raining down on you. That's been breaking you down. Then you're eating this stuff. And you go to the grocery store and you're thinking you're buying orgasmically organic. Oh, this is orgasmically organic. Then you take a look under the scope and you see all this wonderful shit coming out of, out of the food. Tony, how did Jesus find you? Do you feel comfortable sharing your story? Well, I, I don't mind sharing my story, but this is not the place for it, really. We're talking about other things. I mean, you wanna, if you want that, you can send me an email. I don't mind, you know, I don't mind telling the story. Uh, you got to remember, I wasn't, I wasn't the um, charming Mediterranean that I am now. I was a lot, I was a far, far more charming when I was younger. <laughs> you have no idea. So again, um, yeah, I don't mind telling the story, but you know, seriously, it's, it's not a. This is again, well, everything does go. So I guess I could talk, talk to, it, but I'm right now on another scene. So I'd rather stick with that theme right now. I think it's more important that you know how you're being assaulted rather than how Jesus found me. Um, maybe I'm wrong. 
but um, you know, we are dealing, like I said, in today's times with matter that is altering, is is genetically altering. You know, uh, I don't. My sister gets really bad choking cough to where she nearly passes out. She's a non-smoker, but can't find anything that help her cough. Can you suggest anything? Thanks. What's her diet like? She eating any bread, any pasta, any cereal, any rice, any uh, any kind of grain, pseudo grain, buckwheat, millet, anything like that? If she is, tell her to quit. It's loaded with nanotechnology, and what it'll do is it will assemble and and cause problems in the respiratory. You have to quit eating bread. Period. There's no exceptions. You know that that what is that? Gluten free is nothing but bullshit. Okay, you have to quit eating breads and cereals and grains. That includes oatmeal, barley, whatever. Okay, that has to stop. The uh, if it doesn't stop. The stuff will keep on proliferating up her esophageal lining. Uh, we'll go right, right into the respiratory and the bronchi, and she'll be constantly cho- uh, uh, coughing. So that's the first thing you got to do. You can give her thyme essential oils to help alleviate it, but or iodine even, but that diet has to change or she'll never get over it. How can I get my smell back and neurological issues away? How did you lose your smell? How did you lose your smell? Uh, so anyway, let's get back to the DNA. Okay, now you got a cesium-137 that's acting like a circuitry. You got Bluetooth technology as well that's inside these injections. You got chemtrails raining radiation on you. And then you got radar, uh, ground radar that's emitting radiation at high levels across your state or province. So you're being broken down just with the radiation alone. So you gotta start thinking, what do I do to get that out? How do I neutralize that? You got COVID months ago and your smell never came back. Go to Walmart, take your nose, take it off, get a new nose. Brand new. Smell will be back. Or you can start incorporating more zinc and copper until you get it back. There was some research on that, uh, what actually gets damaged, but I believe the zinc and copper can help restore that. When I spike food in the saline water, will it work with raw eggs in a shell uh, and frozen blueberries? Frozen blueberries, it should. Uh, Eggs, I don't know. Uh, the calcium in the eggshell should be a conductor, so it should the, the current should go through. Um, <clears throat> what you could even do is crack the eggs into a container, glass container, and put the um, put the spike in that, and just spike it directly that way. Then for sure you know it's going to get hit. Um, you know, you think that nebulizing with hydrogen peroxide helps. Um, I'm trying to think what are you asking about now let's see did I miss something what are you referring to with the peroxide I'm not sure where you're coming from 
Oh, put the spike in the water. Yeah, it does work. Okay. Okay, Vita Light's telling you that it does work. So, uh, again, I've never tried it in the shell. Usually everything I do, I put in the solution of, of salt water and then put the pads inside and spike it. So I think if you cracked the egg and did the same thing, uh, that should work too. Uh, food grade product. I don't know if that's going to bring back your smell, sense of smell. I mean, it's an oxidizer, but I mean, zinc and copper are, are supposed to be what regulates the smell. So I would probably start there. Aha, uh -huh. add some Lugos. Look at that. Look at all these mad scientists in the room today. <laughs> well, this is why you, you can do that for sure. Copper and zinc does the same thing. You know, you got to remember, putting increasing oxygen in the body is not, is not always a good thing to do, you know, because it, it is an oxidizing agent. So unless you're taking vitamin C or copper or some other antioxidizers, uh, you know, gotta be careful with that. You can, you can. I wouldn't necessarily put it in a nebulizer. I probably would put it in a, um, a uh, how would you put it? Uh, um, shit, a cool, a cool mist. Um, oh, what the hell? Just with my head here. Humidifier, cool mist humidifier, and then do the whole room. So you can do that too. So, humidifier. Okay. So, again, um, we got to start thinking in terms of this new warfare they're, they're putting on you. You know, I didn't raise it up today. No. I hope everybody's been hearing me. Many people has had success using methylene blue, restoring their taste and smell. Just a suggestion. I don't know. Okay. Again, I never used it, so I don't know. Uh, and I've never really read anything on it. Maybe, and again, maybe you, uh, you've seen something, so it may be true. There's another option for you. Methylene blue. The Usually zinc coppers for the smell. Again, methylene blue, I don't know. I read about it. I've never used it, so I don't really have first-hand experience with it, what it can and cannot do. Um, so you might want to do a little digging on that too. Uh, this way you know what you're using and, and the effect. Uh, so you have it. Uh, let's see, there was something else here. Yeah, here. Calendar. Nope. But that. Give me a second here. I'm trying to find. Okay. I'm going to play a little bit of this just so that you understand that traveling may not be safe and that you may um, go to a country. We may go to a place, and as soon as you cross into their borders, you may not be able to get out unless you take the jab. Because a lot of countries, you don't have the right to say no. You just do not have the right to say no. So this is something you may want to consider as well. Hold on, let me play a little bit of this. Give me a second. All righty, here we go have to say no in spanish it's no mas we're done agreed absolutely agreed and i think something that's really interesting for this special report 
um, is that we're both Americans and we're living in different countries right now. So we have a very unique perspective uh, for what we see going on. And I think we just mentioned that maybe 10 years ago, only 12% of Americans actually had passports that they would leave the country and be able to go and see how other people live in different cultures. Um, traveling internationally is a very big deal. It's very different, uh, especially if you've never left America. So we wanted to give that perspective. And Victor's got some really, um, really heavy stories to share with us uh, that I just, we had a, a private conversation um, a while back and I asked him, I said, so have you ever considered trying to get uh, one of those fake vaccine passports in order to get out of uh, the Republic of Georgia and get back to America. So the first thing you said, Victor, was that you have integrity and you didn't want to have to lie in order to go home. But then you started telling the story about friends of yours that were trying to leave and go back to their respective countries with fake vaccine passports and about what happens to them. So can you just start from there and let us know, you don't have to give anybody's names, you can protect their identity, that's fine, but just you know, let us know what happened to your friends as they were trying to leave to go back home during COVID. Yeah, I think first and foremost, the problem that we have in this world is the lack of integrity. And the people that were trying to convince me to lie and to, basically commit a crime because getting a fake vaccine or fake anything is criminal. And I think the problem that's going on with this world today is that people have uh, made lies the norm and that's what's gotten us to this mess is that if you look at all the people who have lied about the bioweapons disguised as vaccines, about the elections, about the so many different things, it's created what's called the lie to generation. Mm. And now this youth sees the adults who sit there and tell them or try to lecture them, don't do this and don't do that. And they look at us and they're like, but wait a minute, you guys are the ones who have been lying to us. Everything that you've told us is a lie. And so when you have a foundation built on a lie, it's no wonder that we're living in this inverted world. So I, I didn't take it as a small thing when I was offered for $100, which is, is, to a lot of people, that's a lot of money. And at the time, I am, I'm homeless. I, I, I'm living and surviving on the kindness of strangers. So $100 to me is a, is a lot of money. Um, regardless of that, I wasn't gonna do it because, and I don't, the, the problem with lying is once you lie and say one lie, then you have to keep lying. So for example, if I had the, the uh, fake passport, I knew that when I got into any country that I was going to have to do a transfer in, I'd have to continue to lie. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to be lying in front of customs officers who are trained to detect lies. <laughs> and I have a background at the U.S. Naval Academy. I was in the class of 93 alongside Carter Page, which is how I knew that the whole Russian collusion thing was a lie. And I was trained by the best to look at body language, to see that the direction that the eyes go. And so I can tell when someone is lying. And for that reason, I actually have a hard timeline. Do you see what I'm saying? Because like, since I know how to see if somebody's lying, when I try to lie, I do a very bad job. That's why I really just 
would rather just tell the truth, which gets me in trouble a lot, especially if you're uh, um, dating a woman and she, before going out to dinner, she's like, so how does this dress look? And you're like, uh, you really want me to tell you, you know? So yeah, telling the truth is like that movie with Jim Carrey. Uh, I forgot what it was. I think it was called Liar. Liar, Liar. But, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, um, the people that thought I was an idiot and was like, hey, listen, you know, we got to make a run for it. Because what happened was when the um, borders were closed during the pandemic, uh, a lot of people, and there's still a lot of Americans that are stuck around the world in Afghanistan and, and like myself in the Soviet bloc country. And nobody's reporting about this. We are left abandoned. And the countries, for example, the U.S. Embassy does nothing to help. I've gone to the U.S. Embassy. I've uh, sent letters to President Trump, to Governor DeSantis, to uh, Ambassador Kelly Degnan, and they all pretty much send these rote responses like, thank you for contacting the office of the President of the United States. Your, your opinion is really appreciated. This of that. I'm like, this. Welcome to your government. Your government will come to help you. Just send them a letter. <laughs> yeah, that is so typical of government. You know, they do, you know, put on a pretty show. They wear their three-piece suits. They come out there, and their government is right behind you. They're for you, and they're going to be there, blah da dee blah da da And then <clears throat> when you really need to help, help, get their help, uh, we had two Canadians that wound up in China. Uh, I forget what they what they got uh, because Trudeau had arrested a leader of the Huey or Huwa, whatever Huwa, Huwa tech thing, the uh, the five G and six G technology. She was a big honcho there, so they kept these two Canadians over in China. Now I've never read that they've ever gotten back. I've never read if it, uh, anything has come of that. Uh, well, you know, it's Chinese thing. What do you want? <laughs> you know, I never read that they've ever released these two, but I'm we have released the uh, the, the woman that they had arrested. She went back eventually, she wanted to be in the states and then she went to wherever. If people read and understand the constitution, they would know. Uh, all this is illegal and tyrannical, which goes against, against the Constitution. They swore to uphold. Yeah, but you know what? The Constitution is never going to be, it was nothing more than a piece of paper. When when uh, Bush Jr. made that comment, basically when he, as a president of the United States, making a comment that the Constitution was nothing but a, what do you call it, a goddamn piece of paper. That's how, That was his words. The Basically, he was telling you at that point, nobody was paying attention to that either, that the Constitution is no longer uh, a valid document anymore in America. And as I stated before, America is not a democratic country. It's a fascist country. I was just talking to somebody today about voting. I said, what, why vote? Your vote means nothing. Corporations are going to have put in, their, in power wherever they want to put in power. How do you think uh, um, Trump got in power? Do you think he got in there because he was qualified? <laughs> 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 yeah, 
They put a they put a they put a guy there that had space between his ears. He had no no idea of politics. He knows he knew how to buy politicians. That's how he got big. But him being in power and then signing all kinds of bills and showing how he signed this bill and that bill. What was what was he really signing? And how much did America actually lose? I mean, anybody that would send a warp a bioweapon at warp speed across the country. Wiping out 30 or 40% of the people in the country. What's that saying? What is the qualification of being a president? Well, one of the qualifications is you have to be born in the country. And basically, you would have to be, you'd have to know something about the country, <laughs> the history at least. You know, if you ask these guys anything, uh, they don't know. I mean, seriously, think about Bush Jr. Do you think that guy had enough two? I don't think he had two brain cells that could cause a spark. And what about Clinton? Another one. <clears throat> and Obama. Oh, geez, that was a beauty. <laughs> they're not even. They're not even cults of personality. They have no personality. They were placed there by corporations and by the banks. That's who put them there. They furthered the agenda. This is why the WEF has the power to has today. Well, it, he may have been of German descent, but where was he born? You know, one of the criteria to be a president of the United States, you have to be born in the U.S. Uh, <clears throat> that was one of the criteria. <clears throat> there, I, I forget now what the full spectrum you have to be i think one of them you have to be past a certain age another one uh, indicates you have to be married you know there's a lot of things there's a bunch of stuff in there regarding to what is required to be in the uh, president of the u.s um and look at obama he was married but what was he married to <laughs> you know the um what was that woman that they killed on the operating table? She came out and exposed Obama and his wife, Michael, were gay. <laughs> See, and again, can they, Americans are not Joan Rivers. There you go. Uh, uh, Americans were, are not used to that kind of thing. Well, he may not have been born. Now, we're assuming he was born in Kenya. He may have been cloned. He may have been genetically engineered. We really don't know where he was. What? What? I mean, we really don't know anything about these people that are being put in power. That's the theme of the day. That's what's being expressed. But today, after seeing that we're seeing, we don't even know. You know, we don't really know anything regarding to any of these people, really. It's whatever the media puts out there to give us this impression that these people are, you know, special and they, you know, they got the best interest. You know, they again, a lot of it's just crap. Uh, Obama is an evil, is an evil. Well, that could be. <laughs> he could be an evil. <laughs> he could be more than just an evil, but hey. Okay, I'm going to play this. This is for Canadians. I like this woman. I don't know. I mean, I, she could literally be the DeSantis of Canada. Uh, I just hope this is not a staged whatever. I'm going to play this so that 
and maybe they're trying to get us all to move to Alberta so they can drop a nuke and take everybody out. I don't know. But so far, this sounds pretty good. Hold on a second. You know, I like listening to stuff like this. I'm not, I'm not, how do you put it? Um, I'm not that easily seduced. You know, I have to see some substantiation. So far, all I've been seeing is talk. So we got the talk going. Let's hope we see the walk to follow. Hold on a second. Here we go. Here it is. This is for Can oh, Canada. Smith has said she's open to pulling out of new federal programs or avoiding federal consultations when they aren't in the province's best interests. The Premier published a letter on Thursdays that she had sent to her cabinet ministers outlining the strategies they must use when they're dealing with the federal government. Let's take a look at that now. In the letter, Smith said, quote, there may be cases where Alberta will seek to opt out of new federal programs if they aren't in Alberta's best interest. The new Premier said Ottawa often avoids meaningful engagement with Alberta. That has to change, she said. Ottawa must provide open, honest, and early communication with the province. Quote, if the federal government does not honor cooperative federalism through meaningful engagement, we will simply not participate in their consultations. This announcement comes after Premier Smith's speech at the United Conservative Party annual general meeting last weekend, in which she said Alberta, under her leadership, will not enforce federal laws or policies that interfere in Alberta's jurisdictional rights as outlined in the Constitution. Take a listen to her comments from last week, Saturday. Finally, you see Ottawa problem. There can be no doubt that the current NDP Liberal Alliance is just the latest in a long line of Ottawa governments that have frustrated the legitimate aspirations of hardworking Albertans. That stops now. When Ottawa announces policies and laws that attack our economy or violate the rights of our people, or when Ottawa seeks to take control of our sovereign areas of provincial jurisdiction, our UCP government will not enforce those laws and policies in this province, period. I will never, ever apologize for standing up for the people of Alberta and the province that I serve. So, we will pass the Sovereignty Act. Work has already begun on crafting it. We worked on it earlier this week at the caucus retreat. We still have further work to do, but I've asked for it to be ready by the time I take my seat in the legislature. We will then introduce it and we will pass it, and we will use it to push Ottawa back into its own lane every single time that they step out of line and intrude on our constitutional rights. Alberta will no longer ask permission from Ottawa to be prosperous and free. <laughs> I like her. I like what she's saying. You know, I, 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 really, I really find um, the... Um, her speech, well, you know, uh, I, I really, um, she's got balls. <laughs> and I don't normally say that about a woman, but she does. She's got balls. But anyway, um, uh, well, I, 
you know what? That's the thing. We've been burnt so many times with so many of these politicians that know what to say in order to um, sway the public. But I like what she's saying. Whether they actually have the power to do it or whether they will actually engage the power to do it. I mean, the guy they had there before him, Kerry, this guy was nothing but an ankle grabber. That's all he was. I think Jagmeet and uh, Trudeau took turns. That's my perspective of it anyway. So nothing was done there except the, the, uh, the uh, derailing of Alberta. You know, well, that's what I mean. So I'm, I'm, I like, I like the speech. I gotta say, I like the speech. Uh, it sounds like DeSantis, except we have, again, it's the female version of him. <laughs> She's in Alberta, another conservative uh, province, saying the right things. It makes you want to move to Alberta, doesn't it? We got somebody there now who's going to stand for the Albertans. Well, we'll see. You know, I mean, I, Trump was another one that made a lot of great speeches. You know, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the hanging sword of Damocles to cut loose in Florida. I mean, what happened in Florida? Everybody went went down to Florida and they hit him with a tsunami. So you know, it's. I don't even think it's about respect. Respect must be earned what I feel at this point, which is up to, uphill. I don't think it's about respect. I think it's about trust. Trust. You know, yeah, they hit him with a tsunami. And we never heard anything more about the bridges being constructed or things going on or any further development about the people that were stuck in those areas. Uh, my thinking was he may have conducted an experiment over there with some kind of zombie thing and he disconnected the bridges. Who knows? Well, that's, I agree. And I agree hundred percent. The action does speak louder than words. And again, it's nice to hear the words. I enjoyed listening to her. You know, I enjoyed her, her uh, demeanor. She, I mean, maybe this is going to lead to a, a separation of Alberta, maybe BC and Saskatchewan. Uh, and if they do decide to uh, separate, I think I'd probably go there. Uh, I leave Ontario because what we have in Ontario is such a joke. We got we got <laughs> we got the three musketeers: Jagmeet, Trudeau, and Ford. You, you know, Mo, Larry, and Curly. And uh, Curly being Doug Ford, <laughs> Mo being Trudeau, <laughs> and the other one being Jag. <laughs> hey, Annie, you made it. Yay. Um, well, uh, well, I, I, you know what, though? I, I have to say this about all politicians. They all take acting courses. They all should win an Emmy or, or a uh, uh, Oscar uh, in regarding to how they perform. Look at the news media. Look at the, look at the news media. You know, these guys sit in front of everybody and uh, entertain us with bullshit. 
Look at the COVID. Look at look at the COVID theatrics they pulled. Look at the Hollywood movie stars. And now, as I said, they want amnesty. You know. So I mean, what do we do? You know, because I, the way I see it, it's not about forgiveness now. It's about them. It's about them making reparations for all the damages that they have caused under this bullshit that they pulled. See, having amnesty, well, I'm all for giving them amnesty if they're ready to restore what I lost during all this. If they're ready to restore everybody who lost their jobs. If they're ready to restore, you know, the damages they've done among family members. If they're ready to pay full reparations for uh, wrongly arresting people. You know, I'm all for that for amnesty if they're ready to remove the people responsible for causing all the problems. That shows me a sign that they are making a change in policy and with people that were in the policy making process that caused all these problems. Now mind you, I don't I wouldn't trust the next administration as far as I can fart, but the at least with this, we would start seeing that there is some serious changes being made. Let's get rid of the prime minister. What did he do? He violated the civil rights of, of Canadians. He broke down peaceful protests, uh, insinuated and accused them of being Nazis and misogynists. Really? He had the RCMP march into Ottawa and, and it had horses stamp, stomp on people. Really? But I, again, those I don't think those were RCMP, to be honest with you. I think these were peacekeeping troops from the UN that they brought in. So, you know, if they go after these guys and, again, pay full reparation and damages to the woman, hospital costs or whatever, you know I mean? Uh, the damage they did in Alberta when Alberta requested from federal, the federal government money so they could develop the oil and the pipelines they needed to develop, and they turned them down. That turns out to, to, to a tune of billions. So if they're really ready to do all that and repair the the financial integrity of this country, you know, and create a, a, a an environment to restore what was damaged, then amnesty would might be a, a little easier to come by. You know, but that ain't happening. That they're and they're not going to and they're not going to want to do anything in regarding to uh, making any kind of reparations. You know, look at uh, Ford. Ford went into uh, power and was worth about three million dollars. Today, I bet she's worth about a hundred million. It was worth about fifty million in last year. So again, what, how much did he gain from causing everybody serious losses in Ontario? He, she too should be removed and he should be sued uh, for all the money he made for the problems that he caused. See, these are things that I think, that, again, when they ask for, again, but again, you, you never, you don't see them making an actual move toward um, being apologetic that way. 
you know. So again, it's a time that we all, and again, I think this happens, especially in Canada, because for the most part, a lot of Canadians were very apathetic. This was a shock to a lot of Canadians, seeing the country, the government, federal government acting the way that it had. And it's caused a lot of problems now in regarding to um, trust. So the next time around when they release a fake, another fake outbreak, maybe Canadians won't be so gullible to fall for it. Just a thought. Maybe more Americans won't fall for it either. Uh, okay. So again, here we are again today dealing with some of the most ridiculous shit ever. <laughs> hey, Nick, how you doing? Uh, let me take a look at something else here. Um, for some of you that didn't come in, I'm going to play this segment again. For those of you who were here earlier heard this. Uh... The, uh, but anyway, I want everybody to hear this doctor. And again, I'm going to play this again because I, those of you that weren't here need to hear this. So bear with me. This is only going to be like about five minutes. So, And we've heard it at the beginning. So give me a second. I'm going to play it again for those that weren't here so they can all hear this. Hold on. Here we go. Go. Doctor warns COVID vaccine designed to infiltrate every part of your body. And that's why people are dying. Insurance people and the mortuary professionals are saying we've had a death rate increase worldwide, 25 to 40%. Afternoon. Everyone here today. Nice to see everyone. We feel sad about the facts we have to give to people. The fact is, these are life-shortening injections. Everyone who gets shot after shot after shot of these COVID shots is shortening their life with each and single injection. Some people die within two weeks, three weeks. They have a rapid internal event that ends their life extremely quickly. Adolescents dying within three weeks of a first shot. Two shots makes it more likely to die, surprisingly, to the parents, to the doctors, to the doctors who got their fourth shot. Here in Canada, we have now 80 doctors between ages 20 and 55 who have died in the last 60 days. 80 doctors in Canada between the ages of 25 and 55 have died in the last 60 days. And it's only the physicians who are getting third and fourth shots who are dying suddenly. So they're a microcosm of society. Physicians are, I guess we would call us the most malleable people on earth. We're trying to help people. We're, we try to listen positively to events and things that were told from above us in the medical food chain. And the medical food chain says, oh, take these shots. They're safe and effective. They'll work to reduce COVID. And we really must do it for everybody's health. Well, the shots have proven to not reduce COVID. 
the shots, once you get your third, and certainly once you get your fourth, your, your immune system is so fried, is so damaged, that you get COVID more easily. So, so this is my main message. I had to use the word sad to give you. It's sad to be foisted, to be foisted to take a medication and to have it to be so damaging. And the numbers are absolutely clear cut how damaging it is. You can tell anyone, you can tell of your friends, you can tell your non-friends. The virus shot, and by the way, the shots contain 40,000 billion mRNAs in every shot. Every shot puts 40,000 billion mRNAs in your body. You've only got 30,000 billion cells. So it's enough for every cell of your body to have this in you. And when it's in you, it induces the body's response. The body's immune response to attack this protein inside your cell is to murder the cells of your body. And if the cells that your own immune system goes back and murders are heart cells, well, then you've got myocarditis. And you're going to die in five years of heart failure. And if the, heart, if the cells they're damaging are the cells of the base of your brain, you have a stroke three or four months later as your brain has an eruption of its vessel and you die of a stroke or you have a terrible stroke where you can't walk anymore. These beings in history. The pathologists have the answer. I'm not just standing up here saying this. I'm saying it because Dr. Ryan Cole, a world-famous pathology expert, has done paper after paper showing the deficiencies that are caused by this injection. We're killing y'all, and we know we're killing y'all. We know you're, we're killing your children and future children, but it's time for pandemic amnesty. <laughs> I like that voice. <laughs> it's time for pandemic amnesty. <laughs> you know, it it it's really unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, they have murdered everybody and they're asking everybody to forgive them for murdering the planet. Now think about what he said. 40,000 billion, 10 to the 50th power, <clears throat> is 100 undecillion, uh, is the number that they reach. Now, Moderna stated, and I said that, Moderna stated that. Well, tomorrow, the, uh, it'll be on tomorrow's podcast. It's all ready to go, so the links will all be there. You know, if you guys go look up the Moderna information, they tell you 10 to the 50th power. You know, and have 40% of 6 billion people. 40%, that's 2.4 billion people have died. That's insanity. The United States alone. And I've said this before, you know, this, the numbers have dropped from two, 330 to 40 down to 270 million. Yet you're not told us. You're, you're, you've got people across Europe and Asia. Again, the numbers are quite high in Australia and New Zealand, but they're not being uh, accurately displayed. You know, we've been telling this forever.
Then you got people saying, well, you know, we can pull this out of you. <laughs> On that one. Show me the money and I'll pull it out. But I, I have to say one thing. I have to disagree with the doctor. Just on one small point. It did reduce Corona or did reduce COVID. The shot did the trick. It did reduce COVID. It killed everybody because so now they can no longer spread COVID if it even existed. <laughs> See, this is the other insane thing. This is not, like I said, they never identified the peptides or the proteins or the biomarkers or the genetics. You know, it never, they never, it, yeah, it was very effective. It worked. It killed, it got rid of COVID. It killed how many? 2.4 billion if you go by the 40% figure. And again, I'm going by a 6 billion count, not 7 billion. 7 million would be higher. It'll close to 2.8 billion. That's how many people died because of this bullshit. You know. It, it, it's astounding that these people can sleep at night knowing that they, they, they committed, they killed more people, than, I bet you, than in the last 10 wars that, that the world has seen. The, uh, the, the war in Iraq, <laughs> the war in the Middle East, war in Ukraine, the war in, in uh, Africa, the wars in Central America, the wars in Vietnam. The wars in Korea, first, first and second world. I bet you, if you took all those wars and did Italian, the numbers it would not reach the numbers that this is killed. This is killed the most. This is the most effective military weapon ever used. You know, yes, it's safe and effective. And now you heard in the show the other day. If you decide to engage with somebody who's been injected, you wind up having your immune system compromised, and now you too have the same blood as somebody that's been injected. This sounds a lot to me like the same technology they used on the rabbits in Australia. Inject a bunch of them, infect them, and just let them go. Ain't that what they did? Oh, you don't have to worry about a mask no more. No. You can go out there. You don't need to be vaccinated. It's okay. You're good. You don't need the jab. <laughs> They're counting on the conditioning that they've given everybody. Oh, baby, you look so good. How would you like to get together and engage in some DNA swapping? Hey, 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 the way you go. In the middle of it, hey, honey, have you been injected? Yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like I said, or even worse, even worse, you go grocery shopping and you're just shopping at the grocery store. And you got to remember, we have four bioweapons released in North America. They really want to make sure we're all dead here. And the AstraZeneca and the Johnson Johnson and the Moderna and the, and the uh, uh, Pfizer, all are shedding. And you happen to be in the area of the shedding. Imagine that. And now we're talking cesium-137, and we're talking blue, blue beam, uh, blue uh, um, 
what the hell was that? A Bluetooth technology? We're talking about luciferase? We're talking about if you go to another country and they and they monitor your body and your body's not emitting a blue hue coming out of you, they're gonna pull you over and give you a jab. Wow, what a place! What a place! Earth, the final frontier. <laughs> if you can survive the earth, you'll survive anywhere. <laughs> what a shithole! <laughs> what a shithole! You know, they turned it into a dung heap. It's really sad what has become of this planet. You know. Um, and really, like I said, it's really irritating because it, it was happening. It happened on my watch, and I really don't care. I don't like the idea of um, having to be um, not responsible, but powerless to make it to stop this from happening. Let me read something about synthetic biology being programmable. I'm telling you this for a long time too. A synthetic transcription platform for programmable gene expression in mammalian cells. That's the title of the study. It's a highly predictable system that we can design up front and then get the expected outcome. You know what that's saying? The control factor there and what that's indicating? It's a very tunable system. It's a very tunable system. A very tunable system suitable for many different biomedical applications. Imagine having some of this shit in these injections. And and I'm and I'm sure, uh, you know, once we get past this graphene horse shit, we'll start seeing more and more. Not only the biology being there for control, um, we're also going to see. Uh, the, it, the actual interface between the nano and the, the uh, genetic. See, like I said, getting the nano out can, may not be a problem, provided it wasn't connected to a genome that could maybe reboot the program. That's where this becomes a problem. That's why I said don't use any of my tech on any of this stuff with anybody because you don't know if you're going to further accelerate the operating system that's already there to engage faster and further and be their demise of these people. And all these people that are talking all this bullshit with the EMFs and EMPs with this thing. They have no idea what they're, they're dealing with. Not, none of them do. So, you know, be aware about a lot of these shills who are making promises, you know, as my son used to say to me, they're cashing checks. They can't, they can't cash. You know, and that's what a lot of them are doing. They're trying to sell you some bullshit about trying to stop some genetic or some chromosomal program that's running in the system from further affecting you. What may be suppressing a symptom doesn't mean it's stopping the activity. You know, I encourage you all, like I said, to read and to stay up on what's going on in regarding to these jabs. They are not going to stop this. They right now got some distractions and some uh, uh, blockages going on. 
But you know what? It's like that isn't going to last. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's a hoot. That is such a hoot. Hey, hey, my friend said that problem that may cause serious skin. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> ah, Kim's here. Hi, Kim. Uh, you know, like I said, it, today you really have to be careful about a lot of things. And I, I would probably encourage a lot of you today to start carrying an RF meter whenever you go out. You know, if you meet somebody, you know, make sure you take a reading. You know, uh, the, um, you know, I think, <laughs> I think even, even in associating with people, it may come to a point where we're going to need a meter. If you ask these people, have you been jabbed? And they say no. And the meter's saying, eh, eh. <laughs> you know, somebody's not telling you the truth. You know, uh, <laughs> you did. <laughs> so again, you know, uh, even start thinking in terms seriously in regarding to off-gridding. Even if you don't leave the area off-grid as much as you can. And don't allow yourself to get used to or become complacent in the grid that you're in. Because sooner or later they're going to take that from you or they may even use the means of shutting that off in order to get compliance. The, the biggest thing you're going to have to worry about is mob mindset. If they got the mob believing whatever they're believing, and they're not seeing this for what it is, they may turn these people against you. You know, because they're afraid you're going to do something, you spread something or whatever, you know. Um, working on my off-grid, a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Um I just ordered six sheets of uh, graphite sheets with aluminum on the side. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to set up a kind of a box setup where I'm going to have two panels on each side of the bed and just be able to um, put a sheet up on top and ground it, maybe run the ground to the other side of the, of the uh, unit. So if that does, if something does hit, uh, it will, uh, definitely be redirected but the graphite and the aluminum should create a major deflection at best you know and i think that's important and again this is crazy how we have to live in our own homes um no of course not common sense spreading you know how hard it is to find common sense today um <laughs> uh, you know you know you know you, you know, the uh, you should hear some of the people's comments I get sometimes in my emails. I have to scratch my head and wonder what they're smoking or drinking or injecting. I think they're I think they're actually injecting the alcohol instead of drinking. <laughs> anyway, it's just my thinking. Are uh, the silver material uh, uh, bed canopies any good? I you know what they should deflect, but with six G. I'm not looking at 5G. I look at 6G. 
So 6G needs a, if you have a diamagnetic, but usually a paramagnetic, it'll attract the frequency to the paramagnetic and then the diamagnetic will deflect it. So that's why I'm going the way I'm going. Uh, and the silver may block some of the 5G frequencies like 4G, 3G, maybe even up to 5G because 5G doesn't have a lot of power to begin with. It's strong enough to cause problems if you're underneath it, but the range and the uh, hit uh, while we're sleeping is a big thing we got to look at. Tony, do you what do you think about Damiana? Damiana used to live next door to me, and she was pretty entertaining. No. <laughs> Damiana, they usually use that for sex, and they usually use that to stimulate a um, a sensitivity to the to the uh, genitals. So they also it's used for other things as well, but that's what they normally use it for. So I I don't I don't see a need for it, but you know. Other people might. It may also help with the urinary tract as well. Um, while you're planning on getting some Damiana, do you have a boyfriend you're looking at to engage, you know, stimulate, <laughs> make sure they're not jabbed, <laughs> or jumping around jabbing other people, make sure they're not doing that. So, like I said, it's a whole new, it's a whole, whole new ball game today. And associations today are going to be, I think, uh, as a result of what we're seeing in the environment. The epigenetics of the environment that can cause the cancers that are happening, are, I mean, this is just not in cancer, but it's just in life in general. When we're, lo when we're looking at the uh, uh, balancing hormones, what do you mean? Okay, what are you trying to balance? Estrogen, progesterone, you know testosterone because you do have three percent so what are you trying to what are you trying to balance exactly yeah I you we're not going to answer that question <laughs> that will definitely throw people for a loop <laughs> but um, um, now I forget where we, we're gone here let's see here don't pay okay Estrogen down. Okay, you want your estrogen? All right, let's start using some fenugreek. You know, and bounce that off with, because um, you got to make sure that it go. bounce that off with iodine. You know, and don't use it all the time. When you're dealing with estrogens, you really don't want to be taking a mega dose of something to get it up. You may want to gradually build that up, like take it at, use that every other day. You know, and then again, take iodine with it or take thyme with it or take rosemary with it because you need something that's going to also help in the conversion of the estrogens. So if you want to use fennel, her estro's down. So you may want to use fennel as well. It's another way of going. You can use also pomegranate. Uh, that too can help uh, in regarding, if you look at a pomegranate, it looks like a, a woman's breast. So when you eat the fruit, the fruit actually has estrogenic components to it that can also gradually help uh, elevate them. But again, make sure you're taking things to regulate that. Oh, your estrogen is up. I thought you said it was down. Okay, no, if it's up, then you're going to need uh, iodine for sure. Uh, you're going to need to take some kind of sulfur, and you're going to need to use something called luteolin or... Um, Rose, uh, luteolin or apigenin or chrysin, you know, 
So, well, I don't know if you're estrogen dominant or not. I think primarily a lot of it has to do with diet. A lot of things in your diet has estrogen in it. The pesticides are spraying the aluminum that you're absorbing from the air. So there's a lot of things that are affecting women's estrogens today. So again, use something called luteolin, L-U-T-E-O-L-I-N, apigenin, A-P-I-G-I-N-E-N, or chrysin, C-H-Y-R, no, C-H-Y-R-S-I-N, chrysin. No, the other way around, C-H-R-Y-S-I-N. Um, so... Chrissy, you made it to the show. Yay. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Okay, chrysin, apigenin, yep. A-P-E-G-I-N-E-N, apigenin, chrysin. Uh, use these throughout the day, and again, make sure you're getting iodine because the iodine is a key player in converting the estradiol to estriol. It has to go through three, three steps, uh, and that can help. Uh, well, I try. Uh, in Diamond G's website has been having some problems or change. Change is this still a good source? Of, I really don't know, but you can buy something called rectified iodine. Are you familiar with rectified iodine? Uh, what it is, just in case you don't know, rectified iodine is a double distillation of, uh, sorry, not iodine, rect uh, turpentine. Uh, rectified turpentine is a double distillation of turpentine. You can buy that anywhere. So when they double distill the, when they double distill the turpentine, they actually purify it even more. So that's something you can use. So if you can't find it, I just ordered some rectified turpentine from uh, Amazon. Uh, it, it's pretty, it's pretty, um, it's good. It's, it's clean. And it's, uh, you can tell the difference between that turpentine and a turpentine that hasn't been double, that has been rectified. Yeah. The other turpentine is a lot harder on the hit. This is a lot softer, you know? Uh, yep. Rectified turpentine. So again, if you can't, can't get it from the diamond guy you can get it you can, again yeah and usually rectified turpentine is used a lot of times in art so a lot of art supplies companies may carry it and again it's usually 100 percent. so there's no i don't have i wouldn't have a problem using it um uh you can go on just about any just in rectified turpentine you'll find just about anywhere um Uh, okay, so again, um, in regarding to your estrogens, again, sulfur, luteolin, apigenin, chrysin, and iodine. That should help get it down and should help deliver, purge it out as well. Um, you may also want to, again, with the estrogen, uh, take something like magnesium as well, because if the estrogen is a result of, um, aluminum uptake from the chemtrails or aluminum in the diet. Let's say you're buying a chocolate bar and a chocolate bar is wrapped in aluminum. You're going to absorb that and you're going to absorb it more so than maybe a guy will because, again, women are exposed to aluminum 
problems than men are. Uh, let's say you're buying chewing gum, and it too is wrapped up in aluminum, or you're, you're drinking some kind of or orgasmically organic juice out of a health food store, and it too has aluminum in it. You're going to absorb that. So what magnesium does is it displaces aluminum out of the body. So if you're taking it with sulfur, it'll chelate it out. Take it with citric acid, magnesium citrate, or magnesium sulfate. That should not only push it, but uh, bind with it to remove it. And again, if the estrogen is based because of heavy metals like that, that will help along, go a long way as well. Um, okay, let's see here. Okay, there you go. So again, you know, we are looking, again, <clears throat> when we're dealing with estrogens or any kind of hormone, there are women that usually have, a lot of women have progesterone issues as well. And again, you have to kind of look at what is the cause. So we know that pesticides in the food supply are highly estrogenic. If you combine two estrogens, it can actually amplify the estrogenic poisoning by 1500 and higher. Uh, if you're looking at aluminum, which is a metalloestrogen, a lot of metalloestrogens can also affect you that way too. So you got to kind of look at what you're doing, what you're eating, what you're exposed to, you know, so that you can, um, you know, so that you can, uh, remove the, remove the cause. How do you use the castor oil for hernia? Put it, you know, put it around there. And again, I'm not sure why you would do, do that. But I mean, is the intestinal tract, um, has it penetrated, has it broken through, you know, or is it just a tear in the tissue? To tear in the tissue, I'd be telling you just use comfrey root or comfrey, uh, comfrey leaf, drink the tea with uh, collagen, and as well take the um, make a poultice and put it on the area. I have an abdominal hernia. How does the castor oil help? I won't get the, get the third surgery. Well, I don't know if it's going to help. Uh, it may detox the area, but you're going to need things that are going to rebuild the tissue. So you might want to use either collagen or gelatin and you and make a tea with um, uh, comfrey root, plantain, P-L-A-N-T-A-I-N. Not the plantain banana. It's a, it's a herb. It grows in North America. You know, when you're walking down the street and you look at the sidewalks and things are shooting through the sidewalks, that's plantain. It looks like a round, kind of a round uh, leaf. And it comes usually through the cracks. Grows everywhere. It's on just about everybody's lawn. That too has, uh, there you go. That has something called Allentin. A-L-L-A-L-L-A-N-T-O-I-N. That will help in the reconstruction of the tissue. Take that with uh, a collagen or gelatin. And that should help in the repair. Okay, so that could help and can help with that. Um Okay, yeah, then you may have a you may have a hernia. Um, what is it? There's a hernia and then there's the other one. A rupture. The rupture is what you gotta worry about. So 
if it's a hernia, then you should be able to knit back the tissue. Should be able to. Uh, I've had two of those surgeries myself, and that was never fun. You know. Um, so, like I said, the um, um, and do the teas and the combination every three hours, not once a day. Every three hours, you know. Again, if you got an issue, you got something going on in the system, every three hours, uh, you know. Yeah, the ice will help as far as, again, keeping it um, not inflaming. So, again, you have an idea. <clears throat> Alrighty, what we got going on here now? Hold on a second. There may have been something else. Probably is something else. Um, okay. Well, anyway, I, I'm, I think I got this in the in this sheet. A new control system for synthetic genes. I want everybody, I'm trying to get everybody to get attenuated to what's coming. <clears throat> you know, because <clears throat> everyone gets stuck on yesterday's news and we need to, again, be familiar with what happened yesterday. But we also need to be familiar with what there's coming around the corner. And when you're reading scientific journals and them talking about how these things are going to benefit, and when you start talking, listening to them talk about controlling genetics, that's not good. Okay, there, there's it's a sales pitch, it's a spin. You know. <laughs> no, not wheat germ oil. No, you take weed germ oil, definitely you're going to have skid marks. That is true. Then you'll be writing me an email and speaking Canadian to me about why I would give you such a thing that would cause skid marks everywhere. <laughs> you know, um, start doing the research on, start doing the research on, you know, uh, synthetic biology. Gene control, you know, DNA control. This is this is how they're planning on taking you out one way or another. When they're controlling in a lab a gain of function uh, material, that's not. They're not doing that for their for their um, own good. They're not doing that for their own good. They're doing that again uh, for the sake of war okay it's all about war and you have to understand that the war you're the target you know everything they're doing now is again to uh, diminish the population further and to um, keep pushing a state of control So again, like I said, learn about the synthetic biology. That's the thing none of these guys are talking about. And that's the thing that's creating the problems in the person's body. So keep that in mind. We're no longer living in those days of sun and the fun. With that song, we had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. That was an illusion, <laughs> a big one. So don't be stuck in that illusion. 
stay current get ahead of this get ahead of the these speakers they're talking about a lot of this stuff because once you start getting ahead and learning this stuff on your own you're going to find majority of these speakers are out there talking right now don't have a clue what they're talking about on any level they're just there to entertain you to distract you to keep you in a state of uh fake or false um um security they've got an answer <laughs> they got an answer for you they're going to um you know they're gonna have this fix they can they know what they're they, they see this they see that it's just like a doctor the other day looking at a, a, a bottom-up construct with a lattice uh, structure going around it had no clue you know had no clue and like i said it's important that you understand that this is this is war they're not fooling around their plans are years in advance it's hard to wrap your head around this evil uh you know well i don't know if it's hard to get your head around this evil it's hard to get your head around the fact that they're getting away with it and when you start looking at the, the structure we have for law enforcement, they're getting away with murder. Not, and then they're asking for amnesty. Oh, we're sorry. We got 40,000 billion programs running in these injections that are designed to kill every cell in your body. <laughs> oh, we're sorry. We bankrupted your whole community. We're sorry. We've made people homeless because they couldn't afford a job because we made them take a jab and if they didn't take the jab they'd lose their job you know oh we're sorry that you know you're 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 not talking to your mother anymore or your father or your brother or your sister because we put a wedge between you and them we're sorry that we lied to you that we never identified anybody we gave you an injection that was designed to destroy you and destroy your genetic code and wipe out your seed and your bloodline Oh, we're sorry that you can no longer have a child. Oh, we're sorry that you're barren. Oh, we're sorry that you can no longer share your seed. Oh, we're sorry that, oh, you got together and now you're both dying of this injection, even though one of you wasn't injected. You know. Yeah, like I said, we're it's, it's a, a whole different world we're living in. You know, a completely different environment today yeah, and, and you know what's interesting the bible told us that we would have an issue with family you know moms against daughters fathers against sons in-laws against each other outlaws against each other you know it and look what happened look what happened all because of a lie all because of a fake 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 lie you know so here we are today dealing with the fun in the sun you know dealing with the fun in the sun <laughs> yeah you ever think about your youth you ever think about how much of your youth you actually wasted how much of your youth was being uh foisted on you to um uh become part of the program 
everything about that, everything about how we have been <clears throat> trained and brainwashed, you know, you know, when we're looking at so many different things that we've been told to do and this and that, we were trained for this, trained for that, and then later on find out that it was all for nothing. All for nothing. You know, we had fun, we had this, we had that. Some of us had more fun than others, whatever. But when you sit there and think about it, most of our youth was a waste of time. You know. So, you know. <clears throat> well, you know what? I think I've often thought about my youth. If I knew then, and I actually I was talking to my mom about this the other day. If I knew then what I know today, I would never have finished high school. I don't even think I would have went to high school. I don't, you know, I would have probably started working and uh, learning about money and how to take money to make money, you know, learning about how to do whatever. Because high school was a complete waste of time. It really didn't do much for me. So I, I've often looked at that. And if I was able to make the money I wanted to make, I'd have been a professional student. I'd have been going, I'd have been going to university or college just to take courses for the sake of taking them. If my money was making me money and I was living the life I wanted to live, why would I go to school? <laughs> why would I why would I work? You know, but again, we weren't looking at working or not working. We were looking at working, paying off a mortgage, paying off loans, and then having a retirement package. Now we're seeing that was all is being blown out the door too. Like I was talking earlier, again, for some of you didn't show up at the beginning. I was talking about uh, talking to a guy about silver and gold. Then I asked him what would happen if the, if, in a digital world, where would silver and gold fit in? You know, and, and his answer was what my answer was. It was just there for bartering. It wouldn't be. I mean, you have to put some wealth away. But if you're in the digital world, you're going to have to use digital currencies. And if you're living, if you got a house in a digital world, you're going to have to pay for that house in a digital currency. Three degrees, really? Wow. 30 degrees, 40 degrees, and 50 degrees. I see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, and I, I agree with you about the degrees. The, uh, I've seen people that were degreed to the hilt, and they couldn't, they couldn't tie their shoe as Velcro. And once you start a discussion outside the realm of their what their education is, you know, being brainwashed, <laughs> Waste. <laughs> Knock on their head. Anybody home? <laughs> Lights are on, but I don't see anybody. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, and here we are now. But you know what the difference is now, though? This is the interesting thing that they actually did for us. And I find that it's an interesting thing, thing they did for us. Um, with all the bullshit they have pulled... They've actually made us sharper and smarter. Because now we can see the things for what they really are. And from there, we can make decisions and um, in what to do. And how we're going to do it. You know, that's the thing. Yeah, for sure. They made, they, and they, they've tipped their hand as well. 
vast majority may not still see it, but the minority of us that do, do see it. And as a result, we now can <clears throat> get better prepared for whatever we need to do. You know. And the other interesting thing I find, too, is now when I see events going on, I can actually correlate them to biblical prophecy. Uh, I got friends of mine that don't believe that prophecies are applicable to today's time, but I, I also said that this is another reset, that these things are, again, as, as whatever is going on. So, okay. Oh, she hung up. So, again, when we're looking at, when I see what's going on today, I see um, these things happening, which in my mind, uh, if anyone's reading the Gospels or reading Revelations or reading any other books of the prophecies, may see a connection, connection <clears throat> to what these um, interdimensionals are doing. You know, same thing. Okay, let's try this again. Okay, now are you there? Let's see what happens. There we are. Hey, you there? Or how are you, sweetheart? Good. What's up? I just wanted to, number one to call and thank you for all of your knowledge. But I wanted to chime in a second with what you were just talking about a few minutes ago with the degrees and education. Yes, I was degreed to the hilt, three, two classes away from having a PhD. In psychology, don't judge me, Tony. Don't judge me. I know how you feel about that. <laughs> but the only thing I can say that not knowing all this crap served a purpose, each and every one of those clients, I got to talk to him about Jesus. Ah, there you go. So you go. that made it worth it. And and now I don't work, and, and I do miss that about work. But... I saw in the educational system, I was older. I got my kids in school and didn't start to college till I was 29 and saw these younger kids and these socialistic professors and everything that they were trying to teach. And luckily, I was older and wiser even at 29 not to buy into it. But the educational system is, is I think, is the ruination of this country. Oh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yep. We've, and we've gone, yeah, we've gone from academia to stupidity. Yes, it's it's just ridiculous. But I did turn a negative into a positive, and I did use it to – I was amazed at, at my clients that never had anybody to talk to them about Jesus at all. And that is the sad part of, of not being able to work. And by the way – I'm your email friend from last night about the skid marks. Well, I know that. I figured that much out. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I figured that much out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're you're a sharp tack. I forgot. <laughs> yes, that that was fun. I laughed till I about died and and I was up. I had insomnia last night. I'm just coming off of a relapse. So my oil's coming in on Friday. So I, I won't I won't call and talk Canadian to you. But yes, you're right. <laughs> you drink the bottle, you would. <laughs> well, yeah, you told me not to drink the bottle. I know better now. But um you're right, Tony. A lot of people won't buy into that but if we knew then what we know now i'm 62 i'm not quite sure 60 what you are but i would have quit and went after the money 
Yeah, and, oh, for sure, and, for sure. This because education was such a bunch of bullshit. It was all programming, and by the time you got out, and most of these people that are getting educated today, they got a degree or whatever. They can't do the job anyway. No, and what you learn with all of those thousands of dollars of classes when you get on the job, they tell you to do it a different way. Oh, but yeah, exactly. And on top of that, thousands of dollars worth of classes. Now you're in debt up to your eyeballs. Yep. That you never, would have, would have, just as easy you got the job, they would have taught you the way they wanted to do it anyway, and you would have been further ahead. Yes. Yes. On the job training. But see, yes, I've been preaching for years. Our current educational system was designed and developed during the industrial age to make right, everybody right. little robots. And when we reached the 90s into the 2000s, I was on this rant about, you know, now it's about entrepreneurship. What is yeah. wrong with everybody? And then I woke up and thought, no, no, they still want us robots. That's yeah, why the educational right. system hasn't changed to work on an assembly line. Well, or to become a drone. This is, I got to let okay. you go because this, the clock is going to kick me out of here. Oh, okay. All right. Thank Listen, you, thanks Tony. For, thanks for the call. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Uh, all righty. The, um, okay, you get, she's got to hang up. Okay. So near, we're, we're near the end of the show, and I always say at the end of these shows, read your Gospels, read what Jesus has to say, Read the book of Revelations, read the New Testament, you know, get into the books. How is that? Hey? Your phone made his whole night. <laughs> I don't know about that, but oh, you I got you got you gotta hang you gotta hang up. You gotta hang up. Anyway, uh, as I say, read the gospels, Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.